Hello, adventurers, greetings, and welcome to episode 11 of the Fantastic Books Gaming Podcast with me, Dan Grubb. Uh, this week is a little bit different. Um, many of the podcasts of late have been a little bit different, um, but this is particularly different because the Gorgon's Loch is currently going through the uh, process of mass production over in Guangdong province with Nice Funny Games. Um, the founder of Nice Funny Games, Mr. Ivan Deng, and I have been chatting on a daily basis about various tweaks um, to uh, things like the inserts and um, how best to get your games to you and packaging materials and this sort of thing. So uh, everything is very much running forward in a very boring business-like fashion, which is good for efficiency, but not very good for podcast content. However, fear not, adventurers, for I have some exciting news. Um, I've informed our dear founders who... Uh, who joined us as the largest backers of the previous campaign to get the Gorgon's Lock into existence. I've informed them of what I'm about to inform you guys about now. And then um, after this recording, I'm going to pop it onto the uh, Kickstarter page as well. We have just about finalised everything we need for the very first expansion pack for the Gorgon's Lock. Now, the expansion pack itself, I, I, I took out all the various components that will create the expansion pack yesterday from the box and realised it's it's quite a big expansion. There's there's one extra room, there's two extra playable characters, there are six extra enemies and various other bits and bobs as well. Uh, but I'm going to uh, go into more detail about uh, that shortly. The first thing I wanted to do was just read you a bit of lore. Now, obviously, everything in the Gorgon's Loch ties together. And we've been working on this huge law document for, for a couple of years now. And we have uh, been, we've had these, these two characters, these twin siblings, the Oakenwilds, uh, Hjalva and Hjolven, very much of Viking descent, hanging around in the wings, waiting for an opportunity to, to join the Loch, to join the game. So uh, we've written them in. They are in the law. Uh, they seem to fit quite well. So I thought I'd just I'd read you um, how they join the lock, if that's all right. So uh, forgive me, I'm not an audio actor or anything, but hopefully I won't mess up too many times. So here's the story of the Oakenwild expansion. Hjalva and Hjolven are twin siblings. They were brought up in Port Mist by their father, who travelled there over the Emerald Ocean many years before. As children, they would play in the River Skoln and often found themselves on the outskirts of the Grey Forest, looking for signs of the elves who lived there and hoping to find discarded treasure and magical scrolls, which are produced in the forest city of Twins Pell. As adults, the siblings fought for Port Mist and would join forces with the dwarves of Unrol Neroth to the east to fight battles with the forces of the northern orcs of Craghop. They never joined the Outlander Wars to the far west, having grown up hearing stories of dark magical traps and terrifying creatures sweeping across the battlefield, harvesting souls for the Gorgon Queen. While on a routine journey into the Grey Forest with her brother, Yalva stopped to harvest a valuable medicinal root, only to find herself confronted by a band of goblin scouts bearing the Gorgon Queen's banner. Surprised to find goblins this far west, she stood and prepared for battle, unsheathing her sword. To her horror, as she did so, 
she heard the unmistakable roar of a lichen hallwalker behind her in the undergrowth, and as she turned to face the much more powerful foe, the goblin scouts took advantage and swarmed, delivering Hialva a swift death. Horrified to see his sister fall, Hjolven screamed towards the goblins, swinging his sword wildly through their bodies and cutting them down like ears of corn. As he fell to his knees by her side, he heard a distant cackle on the wind, growing louder with every breath. Soon, the maniacal laughter filled his ears, and he dropped his sword, clamping his hands over his ears to try to muffle the now screeching laughter in his head. Starving and full of rage, the lichen hallwalker charged. It had never had an easier kill, nor such a well-fed meal. Lost in darkness and yearning for Valhalla, Hjalva and Hjolven's souls were snared from the ether, and they awakened, dazed and confused, inside their warm, familiar home. Or so they thought. As Hjalva got to her feet and helped her brother off the floor, she walked to the door and pulled the handle only to be confronted by a piercing cold wind and the echo of the same laughter that had haunted Hjolven after his sister's death. Beyond the door, instead of the lush green fields of Port Mist, lay a cold stone corridor, and beyond that, the eternal damnation of the Gorgon's Loch. The reality of their situation began to take hold, and, as he turned to his sister, Hjolven remembered his father's words. Go forth into the world and cut down your enemies. When no enemies remain, go forth and cut down the enemies of your friends. What do we do now? asked Hjalvin. Hjalva brushed herself down, unsheathed her sword, walked to the open door and turned to Hjalvin. An oaken wild fears nothing, dear brother. We go forth until no enemies remain. So begins the legend of Hjalva and Hjolven Oakenwild. So there we are. That's uh, that's how our new twins join the loch. Now, we're not just going to be posting out two standees and two character cards and two action and health point dials for you guys to play with. Of course, there's more to the story than that. So in the expansion pack, we will have... Um, Obviously, the, the two standees of Hjalva and Hjolven and the two character cards that come with. Um, there will be a new enemy type. The enemy type that accompany the Oakenwild expansion is a bandit. There will be six bandits, numbered one through six. Um, the bandits are an interesting enemy in that they have a ranged weapon that they will attack you with if they can see you but will always try to forge toward you. So unlike a skeletal bowman that, if it can see you, is essentially glued to the spot until it kills you or you kill it, a bandit will proactively use all of their movement to try and get to you. If they can't get to you at the end of the movement, then they will use their ranged weapon to attack you. Um, And if they can get to you, then they will use a melee weapon to attack you, which is more powerful. So they are definitely an enemy to keep at um, at least arm's length, if not further, if possible. The room 
that the um, that the that accompanies the expansion pack is the Gorgon Queen's approximation of the Oakenwild home from their memories to trick them into thinking they'd woken up at home after they were killed. So we're getting this new room. The, the new room is the size of the Great Hall. So it's the, the equivalent size. The, 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 the card that it's printed on is the equivalent size of the Great Hall. And we're just finalising how that artwork is going to manifest now. Um, but we've got, some, we've got some great ideas. It's going to have a wooden floor um, and, and stone walls. And then our, our heroes um, will begin inside the house. So when in future homebrews and this sort of thing, you can use the Oakenwild ho home tile as a start room. And it does have various advantages. Um, it has a, it's, it's a much larger tile than the start room. And as a result, once you start grabbing a few of these expansion packs or grab yourself a couple of copies of the game, um, you will no longer be limited to five players. Um, obviously, with the start room, you're kind of limited to nine players, I guess, because you've got the nine squares in the start room. But Hjalva and Hjalvan's house is much larger than that. It's going to be the equivalent of three vestries plugged together into an L shape. But um, but let us tease all that during the upcoming Kickstarter, because we'll have all the artwork finalised by the time that comes around. Um Obviously, there's going to be a lava bridge to connect the uh, to connect the the new home to the original pieces of the Gorgon's Loch. We have a brand new weapon. This is a powerful throwing weapon. It's it's the most powerful ranged weapon um, with an attack a, a combat attack of two d six at range. That's called the Midnight Star. We have um, a a piece of armour, a new piece of armour that's coming into the search pile um, that commemorates a, um, a, a, a fellow adventurer's um, sadly late uh, dearly beloved dog called Tika, and that's Tika's Helm of Courage. We have a new trap. Uh, I'm not going to tell you too much about the trap, but um, it's, it's one of the nastiest ones in the loch. And um, and it's called Chomp, and that's going to appear in the uh, in the search pile. We have a new magical potion, which I'll tell you about in a moment, and a new treasure type. The new treasure type is Nordic silver. That's um, a nod to uh, to Hjalva and Hjolven's family Viking beginnings, and of course. Um, the, uh, the the expansion pack itself will be accompanied by a full campaign of six dungeons with maps um, and puzzles to, to go along with them um, that all incorporate the new pieces, the new characters, the new enemies, uh, and, um, uh, uh, and and obviously the the new um, the new search card items as well. So yeah, very excited to bring this to you. The new potion is something that was first suggested as a potential magical scroll by Lee Quillen, who is um, from the Back to the Board gaming group. Um, him and Jonathan Ranger have been uh, super helpful in uh, playthroughs, and it was those guys that um, that were there and present for the now infamous Halifax Shout. Um, so uh, Lee suggested that we have something in the search pile to um, activate our specialist skill, making it, obviously making it much easier, 
than the 1 in 36 chance we've got at the moment of rolling 2d6 once per turn and scoring exactly 12. So what we've decided to go for is a magical potion. There's going to be two of these cards. Um, two of these cards uh, will disappear into the search pile, so it's going to be as rare as a scroll of death. And if you find one, it will cost you one action point to glug it down, and that will then automatically uh, activate your specialist skill. So as an example, if you happen to find yourself um, in close proximity to the Gorgon Queen and a Lycan Hallwalker, for example, with one health point left and with just enough action points to run up toe-to-toe -to -toe and get them both within the eight squares that surround you and leave yourself with a single action point and you happen to be holding a, a bottle of this magical potion that we're calling Black Bimba, then you can go ahead and glug that down. And if you're lucky enough to be Norlessa Tundershack, whose specialist skill is double kill, you would wipe them both out in that turn. So it's an extremely powerful um, uh, and, and useful potion. In some cases, uh, particularly for the, the Black Bimba, particularly for the, um, for the specialist skill activation, it may well need you to move around and give this Black Bimba to the most suitable team member. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to introduce an interesting strategic dynamic, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I will tell you all about the various dungeon scenarios as they arrive. But for now, that is the introduction to the Oakenwild expansion to the Gorgon's Loch. Um, I, I hope, you're, hope you're as excited about bringing it to the world as I am. I've spoken to the manufacturers yesterday. I've given them the full components list um, for the expansion pack. So they're going to, be get, going to be getting back to me shortly with a quotation. And uh, I'll use that quotation too, because I'm, I'm super happy with the quality from Nice Funny Games. And I'm super happy with the communication and everything. And... Um, so I, I'm I'm not prepared to swap manufacturers at this stage. Uh, so as long as the quotation comes back and is reasonable, I will be um, plugging those figures into Kickstarter. And uh, I've already started to populate the Kickstarter page to fund the expansion. It's going to be a much smaller Kickstarter and we'll, we'll run this for one month. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be in the region of about £3,000. Um, it might be more, it might be less. Let's Let's just see what the figures that come back from Nice Funny Games are. But interestingly, this is not going to require a plastic insert or a box um, or, you know, uh, um, the components themselves will be created, mass-produced in bulk and sent to me in bulk. And I personally, with Gabby's help, of course, will be, um, will be putting together envelopes. And what we want to do is put these expansion packs together into, into envelopes uh, for you guys, and then place those envelope envelopes inside safe, bubble-wrapped sort of jiffy bags and get those sent off to you because we don't want to be part of the movement of here's, here's an expansion pack for our game, kindly pour the content into the, into the main box and throw away this perfectly good shiny plastic ink-covered box um, within minutes of, of opening it. We think that sort of thing is just, is just needlessly wasteful. So um, so we're going to be delivering uh, these these expansion packs with a, a kind of personal touch. And we, we hope you like what we have planned. We won't give the give away the farm yet, but you've got quite a lot of information there. Um, so, yes, there we are. That's the um, uh, that is episode 11 of the Fantastic Books Gaming podcast. Uh, it'd be great if you could share this around your friends. 
and and let them know that we've got a Kickstarter incoming. The reason I've started to pre-populate the Kickstarter page is as soon as I've got those figures and plug them in, I'm going to go ahead and throw the thing to Kickstarter. A few days later, when they give me the green light, or at least when I hope they give me the green light, I can then um, publish a pre-launch page, which you folks can go and visit. Uh, you'll see um, an image, you'll see uh, the, the title and a few little bits of information, not much information, but importantly, there is a notify me button. And once more than, I believe it's 10 people hit that notify me button, then the number is actually published publicly to say X number of people are following this project. Now, for the Gorgon's Lock, we had 430 some people following it before we went live. In fact, we may have even crept up to 500 right beforehand. I'd have to check my, uh, have to, to, to check my figures. But we had a lot of people waiting for the Gorgon's Lock to go live. And as a result, we did have a huge, great surge of initial uh, backing. And I'm hoping that the, uh, the first expansion, the Oakenwild expansion, will, have, will, will see the same sort of love. And in order for it to see the same sort of love, that relies not only on, on us getting the word out, but also you getting the word out on our behalf, please. So uh, if you're excited about the first expansion for the Gorgon's Lark and you want to see lots and lots more in the future, then please do help us out and uh, like and share the podcast around your friends and gaming family. Awesome. Well, that's it. Thanks very much for listening to episode 11 of the Fantastic Books Gaming Podcast with me, Dan Grubb. Um, farewell, adventurers. Have a lovely week.